welcome back Your dreams were your ticket out Welcome back To that same old place that you laughed about Welcome back Oh Alter man State Podcast Feels like it's, been, like it's been a lifetime It's been a couple, how you been buddy? Uh, you know, living large, feeling very good Feeling very happy to be back in the saddle here I think I was saying before we got on I, I wildly underestimated uh, How valuable a part of this week is I've missed me. it, yes um, We've seen each other, so I haven't missed you Right, exactly But I've missed this we, we've, gotten to, <laughs> we've gotten to chat, we've gotten to see each other and what they don't, we almost did it last week. Right. But then circumstances happened. You were here for five, six, eight minutes. Maybe. Uh, and then Jessica blew a tire out oh. and I had to change the plans. That's kind <laughs> of been the story of the last month. Right. It's like, I think we've had stuff on the books almost every week. Yeah. But then yeah. Something things bol- have continued yep. to, to come up. That's right. One That's way right. or the other. But the important thing is we're making it happen now. Yeah, I have episode forty-seven. Is that correct? Forty-seven. I, I think it's right. I can't think of anything else. All right. I know we haven't done forty-seven yet because I don't remember ever calling out John Mabry. There you go. So it's definitely um, forty-seven. Because forty-six would have been our uh, uh, commentary yeah. track, I believe. Yeah, so, yeah. The, the Paul Goldschmidt yep. episode. That's right. That's right. So here we are with the Mabry. With the with the Mabry. Nice. What do you want to start with, man? Oh my God. I mean, of course, so, so much has happened. XFL. So you know, so much has happened. So um, I don't even know where to begin. I don't. I'm, I want to start off with what I think has been the most shocking news, and I still don't have enough clarity on it. Bob Iger out as Disney CEO. I saw that. Yeah. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. And they haven't really said much about it. No. Yeah. I wonder if it's health reasons then, because they're not saying anything about it. Usually there's a press release and all kinds of shit. It's weird. Yeah. Didn't hear any rumblings about... Yeah. um, So they say... Did he get Me Too'd? Did he do do something? Uh, Well, that's the thing. I'm afraid if he did, and it's going to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, someone with that much power... Disney's got all the... Of course, Weinstein. Someone with that much power... And that big of a company to just walk away out of the blue. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he's staying on as the executive chairman. Oh, okay. For, for uh, until his contract expires, okay. which is like next year. Okay. So it's not, it's not a firing then. So no, and that tells me he didn't do anything wrong. It's a it's a resigning. Well, that's odd. Um, Maybe he's just done with it. But it's like he's done a pretty good job. I mean, you think in his time he was there. For the purchasing of Marvel, mm-hmm. the purchasing of Lucasfilm, the launch of Disney Plus. Yeah. Like I say, walk away on a high wow. note. It's probably just going to go downhill. <laughs> I, I, you would say that, but I feel it's like every no, no chance every no. Uh, Disney CEO ever is like, man, this is as good as it can get. Yeah. And the next one comes in and just kills it. To kind of piggyback on that, this kind of intertwines a little bit. Uh huh. Have you seen, because um, you know AT&T owns DC Comics Publishing. Yes. They're going to shut it down. That's, uh, I don't buy it. I did see they got, but they ousted Dan DiDio. Yes. Which is huge. You want to know why I think it's going to happen? Why? Because they have a buyer. Marvel. No. Marvel wants to buy DC Comics. Why would you not? That's true. It's a straight Vince McMahon buying WCW. Buy your competition. You own the history of everything now. 
And at that point, you know, with where with use where it, don't use it. Are at. Use the two big ones. Whatever you do, you don't have to. You know what I mean? You now have an endless supply for Marvel Universe forever. Wow. Well, no, because I don't think I think AT and T is just talking about selling the publishing. They wouldn't sell the, the rights to the big I movies then. So I if don't you think don't, so. You don't own if you own the publishing, you don't necessarily. You can't make a movie out of it. No. Oh, so I didn't know that. That's that's two different avenues. So like. Marvel Entertainment. Marvel would still buy it. Is owned by Disney, and Marvel Entertainment okay. owns the publishing and distribution and all X, Y, and Z. But with DC, I still believe. Well, doesn't AT and T own Warner Brothers? That's all these. That's the thing. All it's these like fucking right. rich people right. owning right. so much. I can't even keep track. Right. But I think the publishing right because well, I can tell you right now the. The DC movies, as maligned as they are, are still making money. Absolutely. No one is just... No one that owns that is trying to dump that. No, no, I I agree with that 100%. So I can't imagine... So those can't be under the same umbrella. Wouldn't think. But if Marvel Publishing bought DC Publishing... But if they did that, then you're never getting the long Halloween and things like that because... They couldn't technically use that. They wouldn't own it anymore, is what you're telling, telling me. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, how do you own Batman, but not the Batman stories? Well, I don't think it's about ownership of individual stories. Well, you I know, think I it's mean, about ownership of production henceforth. I see. I don't think it's... I, I feel like publishing is not a, I just feel like not it's a, a retroactive sh- rights... And I'd have to dig more, but the more we talk about it, it wouldn't surprise me if some subsidiary company, like you said, owns the movie Uh part of it, and it's all going to be one thing anyway. I still think, even if it doesn't include movie rights and you don't make movies out of it, that's just a smart move for Marvel Comics, to buy DC Comics. Well, that's an incredibly smart move for Marvel Comics, because, I mean, let's be honest, comic book sales are... Comic book properties are... As valuable as they've ever been, if not more so. Right. But people don't read the way they used to. Totally. Right. So, if I'm Marvel, probably the the fastest way to make Marvel publishing super viable to a new audience again is to say, I'm going to buy DC Publishing, and now I can have massive, massive three-year crossover events sure. of those two universes colliding right. and integrating, and you could do that over a three-year span, and you can all of a sudden really boost publication sales over that stretch of three years. So I'm not even thinking about the multimedia rights, because I think the movies are going to be what the movies are. Sure. And the you know Kevin Feige doesn't need... Having just purchased Fox... And actually having the full Marvel stable to to pull from, I don't think they... I, it's not even that I don't think they would need it. It's that I honestly don't think they want that right now. I would agree, yeah, because you, you wouldn't be using it for... For another six, 10 eight years. years. Right, yeah. I, you know, I think I think easily... Yeah, they're set up for... They the have 8 to 10 future. years mapped out of integrating... Part, yeah, totally. Of reintegrating Fantastic Four, reintegrating X-Men, <clears throat> yep. taking advantage of all that X-Men property. Yep. I think that's easily an 8 to 10 year plan. I would agree. <clears throat> but I think you could start off on the publication side if they purchase and they could do... 
a massive three-year publication crossover, and then once you get into whatever phase, goddamn twelve that is right. in a decade, right. you all of a sudden have a new. Do they ever stop doing that? Do they ever just stop being okay? This is phase nine. Do they ever just be like, okay, this is we're putting these movies out in the next four years? I, I mean, mean, you have to, right? I guess, but you have to stop at some point. You say that, but then at the same time, I thought they would do that with like UFC, but now we still see like UFC two ninety four. And that you just keep doing it, even though you put one out every six months. I mean, it just seems like at least the phases are like per four to five years. Well, I think the phases are basically per Avengers movie. Is it? Well, that's true. Okay, or at least I think that's how it's it started. Kind of how it started. Yeah, and I think that's the logical move. Is you have excellent, you know, it's one phase until you have your big crossover, sure. and then after your crossover, it's the next phase. Do they shrink the phases to have these big overarching stories not take 10 years? Or they just keep doing what they're doing? I mean, it worked, obviously. So I'm not it complaining. Worked, but I just, I think they have to, I think they have to shrink. I think they have to go small again, because what made, well, I shouldn't say what made, because so many things made the Marvel cinematic universe work. Yeah. But one thing that I think really made it, I think one thing that gave it a lot of longevity was it felt like a natural progression of stakes. Okay. You know, like it didn't feel like it felt like the stakes were always higher for every Avengers movie without getting clownishly out of control. Um, and then all the smaller movies, like it made sense, say for the other Avengers to not show up in Ant Man because the stakes didn't have to be that sure. big. Oh no, you totally. know, yeah. yeah. Um, same thing with well, Iron yeah. Man, and so like, so I think to make it work now, they have to shrink it back down, which they will with Disney Plus. Yeah. So instead of six movies, you'll get three movies and three TV shows, uh-huh. and then you can move along your plot line because they've even said the TV shows will. Follow the oh, directly in form. Right. So, um, and I'm so stoked about those TV shows. Same here. That I really, the one that I gave the least amount of a shit about was WandaVision. Yeah. And then in seeing that first, uh, that sneak peek, I was like, oh, nope, this looks fucking dope. Yep. Like, this looks as cool as I would expect it. I'm, uh, I'm still pumped for Mandalorian already. I mean, yeah. It's still, what, six months away, but Mm -hmm. that's a great turnaround still. That's a quicker turnaround than like Walking Dead and shit and Better Call yeah. Saul and stuff like that that, yeah. that I love. But that shit takes a year and a half turnaround. Mandalorian was filming by the time they were done with this other yeah, one. Yeah, but that's what happens when you got the Disney money. Well, absolutely. Because I think because they knew Disney had the ability um, to say, regardless of what happens here, we're doing two seasons. Yeah. So they they could tell Favreau like, hey, make your season, but already be building season two. Well, like, once, you're gonna happen, and there's right. gonna be. There is going to be fervor for it, so we want to deliver as quickly as possible. Yes. That they'll be able to deliver. Yeah, once the first two episodes came out. In one year. They knew what they had. Yeah. Here's all the money. Do what you do. That's what, that that launched with Disney Plus in early November, yep. and season two is what, November this year or October? Yep. I think October, yeah. So less than a year? Yeah. Uh, I just read this a little while ago before we started recording, um, and I didn't research it. Uh-huh. Just kind of fl- flipping through stuff, get a quick overview. Yoda rumored to be in season two. Really? Yeah. Don't know how. I'm guessing a force. Got to be a force. Obviously, uh, unless it's a callback to something. Right. Um, that could be like that's the thing. Is he? 
Is he a clone? Is like he a, a relative? Oh. Is, I was gonna say you're not gonna like flash back to like Red Shoe Diary show Yoda banging. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I don't need that. And maybe they lay eggs. We don't even know. Right. We do not know where this thing comes. Disney from. Plus wouldn't do that to my <laughs> right my my innocent mind. Well, now, now you'd say that, but then I start thinking uh, Disney, and I think Bambi. Like they're gonna kill Yoda. Scene one, For opening sure. credits, and then have a clone baby over here in the corner. And there you go. But we watched Yoda die. That's true. That's true. Well, yeah, did we? Uh, did we watch Luke die? We don't know these things. <laughs> Disney is trying to reinvent it all. None Speaking of, it, of which, none of it makes I sense am, anymore. I am excited of the new season of Clone Wars. I haven't watched any of the first two episodes yet. I but watched I, the first one. I heard they're good. Um, I'm stoked on it. Nice. I, I'm I'm optimistic for where this is going to put... I've tried to stay away from spoilers, but does it answer questions already that's like open-ended from old Star Wars movies? That's like no, some of the headlines I heard or something not, like not that. Not in a huge way. No? Okay. And I only okay. watched the first episode. Okay. Um, uh, it feels... The first episode felt a little bit like it was reestablishing that universe because it had been such a... Long, yeah. Such a gap. Yeah. And I think that's the smart play. Animation's still solid. Still great. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But I'm definitely going to sit down and watch the rest. Um, but I'm stoked on it. Does that come out weekly or is that all out weekly? Weekly. Okay. That's all Disney does, right? They're going to put yep. everything out and weekly. And I love that. I do, I, too. That is, that is my... I didn't at first because I wanted all of it right away. But I find that I don't absorb it nearly as right, well. Right, ever. Yeah. And that's streaming both saved and ruined television. Right. Like, s- streaming forced television to get better, which is why it's as good as movies and television is as good as it's ever been. But it also ruined it because things just can't mean the same to me when I binge them. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm incapable of it. So yeah. I love that Disney went to that model of like, nope, we're going to give you right. weekly shows now. Right. I try to only binge things like, you know, the shit that doesn't, you know, like, I don't want to say reality shows, but I'll watch, like, fucking Moonshiners or yeah. the Great Cake Bake Off, British Bake Off. Sure. I'll burn through three or four yeah. of those because it's nonsense. Because, right. There's no, nothing to retain. Well, it's just pure entertainment. Absolutely. It's not telling Absolutely. me a story. It's not. If I try to watch, you know, four Mandalorians back to back to back, it's enjoyable. Right. But I'm missing shit. Absolutely. I don't retain it all like I need to. Because each individual episode of... A, a show like that requires attention to detail, right? So, and and it requires reflection and thought because they're the way I see it. With television, as good as it is, we have storytellers that are really masterfully telling a story um, and hitting particular beats and pulling at particular heartstrings and really subtly giving us this information as master storytellers would, but we're missing it. Because we're just trying to eat it so fucking quick, right. you know? Right. We want to be the first one to say, I, I watched it. Right. Let me, t- let me tweet about it. You know? Right. It's, it's like going and get getting the finest of of meals by the most awarded chef in the world for $2,000, but eating it in 10 seconds. Right. It's right. just like, no, like, savor it. Enjoy it. Weird side note. I don't know why this popped in my head. I, I was on like a... It wasn't a first date, but it was. We've been dating a while, and it wasn't anything fancy. But went to like um, Rabatas, like the Japanese place yeah. at the top of Westport. You know, uh-huh. go there all the time. I love that place. I love little you know tabletop hibachi shit. Yeah, eating it up, eating some good food, eating some lobster, some steak, drinking some sake, feeling good. Ooh. 
one sake too many, apparently. Mm-hmm. And all that lobster that we just ate and everything. Just I just start yakking left and right on the highway. No. She gets a whiff of it, starts yakking all the Oh, <laughs> brutal. Hundred bucks worth of sake and lobster all over the highway forty. It was there you go. So <laughs> Damn it. It felt great afterwards. <laughs> but I was kinda disappointed. I'm like, oh that was really good food. Right. Oh, damn. Anyways. I ruined it. I ruined it. I ruined it. Um Yeah, that does segue track, yeah. pretty bigly or bigly. Bigly. Um god bigly. damn it. Yeah. Teacher. That does seg- segue nicely. Right. <laughs> God. It segues nicely into thinking about Dan DiDio as being out at D.C. Because um, that was really the big news right before the Bob Iger stuff. Yes. Um, a little less shocking because I loved New 52. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hated it, mm-hmm. which then forced them to do Rebirth. Yep. Which... I didn't love, I didn't but care a for lot it. of people did. Yeah, I liked it. I didn't love it. Well, well it was like it, it reset the timeline to pre new. It was it was like it was trying to undo New Fifty Two, totally, right? Which now to be I fair, didn't love. Yeah, I really only read like three books in the new or in mm-hmm. the rebirth yeah. stuff. So it's hard to judge. Was it all? Well, it, there's never all. It's great. I mean, sure. when you're doing all the different characters. No, all the runs are never fantastic. There's going to be some slip and falls, whatever. But to me, I, I enjoyed the Batman run. I enjoyed the Green Arrow run. Flash run, I thought was pretty fun. Well, that's, like that's what killed me was I feel like New Fifty Two was it was a bold move at a time that comics needed a bold move. Mm-hmm. You know, this was 2011, 2012 in that ballpark, if I'm remembering correctly. And they, it worked. I mean, and mon- I it monetarily, worked. they they went up. And I very more. much enjoyed the stories there. It's on. Granted, right. at the time, I was really only re- from DC. At least I was really only reading Bat Family stuff. So I was reading Detective Comics. I was reading Batman. Um, I was reading Red Hood and the Outlaws. And that uh, that Kenneth Rockaport uh, drawn run of Red Hood and the Outlaws was fucking awesome. Um, and that was when they did Court of Owls, which yeah, I got, like the I whole that, yeah. the whole Snyder Capullo yep, run. Yep. They did Court of Owls and Death of the Family. That Court of Owls even made me read some Jonah Hex there. Yeah. Because it kind of because it crossed, it crossed in. over. I read Jonah Hex for like four, four or five months there. So. Yeah, like that whole. So what New Fifty Two did to the Bat Family with Court of Owls and Death of the Family was awesome. Um, and I feel like for like then. Going in to do Rebirth, like, three years later, just felt like a coward's move. To so, me. I agree. I It's like, really? Yeah. Like, you can't stand, you can't stick by your laurels, you can't, you can't fight through? Yeah. And then they, you know, they then threw away Vertigo a year ago yeah. to do DC Black. Like, I don't know, the writing was kind of on the wall that they've been, they've been spiraling about, they've been doing about as well as their movies have been. Sure. Yeah. That's true. Just failing to... See what fans want, because I think Marvel still sells well, book books wise. Yeah, um, but I also think I think closing Vertigo was about the dumbest move you you could make, because I think the overwhelmingly I'd have to look at the numbers, but I would be willing to bet that comic publication sales are doing better with independent stories. And adult stories more so than superhero stories at this moment. 
I think honestly, I think it's. I wouldn't say that probably better, but not much as much as you would really think. Yeah. Um, only because I think the movies keep the big things in the spotlight. So when Joe Blow, who doesn't normally go to a comic book store, goes to a comic book store, mm-hmm. they're probably buying. Sure, but what, what, whatever's in the theaters, you know. So, what I'm saying? That's I, so usually, I think as a reader, when I go into a comic store, I have. I keep up with either particular writers, so mm-hmm. like say I'll read anything Scott Snyder's written. Sure, um, but when it comes to superheroes, with the exception of big issues or big events, I'm pretty much only picking up Daredevil and Batman. And that's um, just a preference for you, right? Right. But along with that, I am picking up Saga. I'm picking up um, East of West. Right. I'm, I'm you know like I'm buying these. Smaller stories, and I agree 100%. But I feel like that's more our personalities. Uh-huh. I don't think, but that's just because we're comic book people mm-hmm. or sci fi people or pop mm-hmm. culture people. If we're, you're not that kind of person, I don't know if you go, if you look at it at East of West or something like that, at Saga, you see aliens and they're having a baby and sex. You, you, you really don't up front, like, that's that's not for me. You but, know what I mean? I don't, but if you're not that person, I don't know that you're going into a comic book store these days. Well, that's fair too. It's that's that's true. It's yeah. I don't I don't know. You know it's yeah. That's like, why I, that's why I think it's kind of just right down the middle. Yeah, I think um, you're probably. I I see. That. I mean, you know, I, Saga, East of West, Chew. You know, some of those smaller independent books have made you know New York Times best selling lists yeah. and things like that. So people are reading them in for sure in bulk. Um, but do they get the same? And of course they don't because they're only been around for so long. The same longevity as, well, you're reading Detective Comics. Well, a dude who's sixty was reading Detective Comics too. He can still go right. ahead and grab a Detective Comics just out of familiarity. Sure. And I feel like, like you said, if you're, you're not going into a comic shop for the most part, if you're not one of these people, but if you happen to go in with your buddy, you're probably leaning more towards something a little more familiar. Maybe or at least in the zeitgeist. But that's I think if you're going into a comic shop, say with a buddy, mm-hmm. you're more apt to pick up a graphic novel that's a complete story than an individual issue anyway. Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah, I don't you know, know. Like I think if yeah. you're if you're not a reader, if you're not an avid reader, odds are when you walk in, you're gonna see like, oh, here's this weird quirky thing that I didn't know existed in comics. Yeah, let me grab this let me grab this twenty dollar trade paper. Right. Or like if I'm taking a buddy Who's like, oh, I think th- these movies are cool, but I've never read comic books. What should I get? You know, maybe I'll give them, maybe I'll like point them to Long Halloween, or maybe right. I'll point them to Nightfall or something. But again, it's very rare for someone to walk in and be like, yeah, grab issue two of totally, you know, right, right, Less- of this run of Daredevil, Fairy. yeah, and just come along on the ride with me. That's a that's a hard sell to a new reader. It, it, no, you're absolutely right. I'm not arguing that point at all. But I don't. I don't know the answer. I think it's just a little bit of both. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't. Moral of the story: Killing Vertigo. Bad idea. Just a really bad idea. That was a major misstep. Speaking of another company who does not listen to their fans about what they want, check this crossover out. Little wrestling crossover. For oh. Me. I was talking about my uh, new pop up there, uh-huh. my uh, Bray Wyatt Fiend character, mm-hmm. who I know you're a big fan of. <laughs> oh yes. They had a pay per view. It's one of these like one-off pay-per-views in Saudi Arabia because they pay them millions and millions of dollars to go. Okay, and it's nothing but like princes and couches. But I mean, it's a huge, uh-huh. you know, fifty thousand type people place. Um, so the fiend, 
Yeah. Great character, been champion now, <clears throat> kicking everybody's ass, was beat by 58-year-old Bill Goldberg. What? Yeah. Yeah. And the people went... I, people in Saudi Arabia who aren't even... I don't think they have Twitter. Yeah. Because they can't follow the government. Yeah. Started booing. Even they knew it was bullshit. People were pissed. He came out there already sweating. He, he looks in good shape. Don't get me wrong. They put him in the Hall of Fame like three years ago. So you should be done. Yeah. R- comes out for this thing, which is just supposed to be, you know, like a fun fan thing for uh-huh. the people of Saudi Arabia to see. No, WWE decides we're going to give him the title. He shows up the next night on SmackDown with the title. He's going to WrestleMania fighting Roman Reigns. It's, it's, people are pissed. People are pissed. Wow. I remember Goldberg being a big deal when I was a wrestling fan Go- 25 I, years ago. I dug Goldberg back then. Yes, very cool. And they're trying to give him the same thing. Like, he can't be beaten still. I'm like, fuck you guys. He's 58 years old. He he did, wow. like, four moves. He Well, he did, did two the spear. moves. He did the spear four times. And then he picked them up and jackhammered them. Kind of. Because he really couldn't get them up all the yeah. way. And you could tell Bray Wyatt uh, was not happy about it. Because he was not... Selling, as we say, uh-huh. the moves. He, you know, normally when someone suplexes you, 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 know, yeah. you, you jump with him. He's like, pick me up, motherfucker. You can tell he's a dead weight the whole time. Fuck this guy. And then he went on Twitter talking about how WWE ruins characters that they don't come up with on their own. Because he created this whole character on his own. And then if Vince McMahon doesn't create the character, he shits on it. So they're shitting on it. They're pretty much done with it. They killed the whole, the whole mystery thing they had going with this character. Shot to shit in 90-second match. Wow. Yep. Brutal. Brutal. But on some happy wrestling news, I know you don't care, AEW had a pay-per-view, and it kicked ass. <laughs> I didn't pay for it. I was I, I uh-huh. streamed it on YouTube because I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, sold it, or stole it. Fucking fantastic, man. Fucking fantastic. Do you AEW think... is going to kill them at some point. That's what I'm wondering. Do you think Vince McMahon... Is really staking everything on the XFL and just and let and letting WWE suffer for it. He, well, see, here's the thing. Like maybe he's putting WWE on autopilot. He kind of is, yes, because you know obviously you can't run two billion dollar corporations right. at the same time. But he doesn't want to give up control of WWE uh-huh. to like let because right now people who kind of run it per se is Triple H, who's his son-in-law, uh-huh. and, and his daughter Stephanie McMahon. Um, his son's really not involved with the backstage stuff or whatever, uh-huh. but they don't technically get the company until he dies, and he's not going to do anything till he dies. You know, right. he's not going to let go. But he was supposed to give up control of this company to focus on XFL. Uh-huh. But that didn't happen. He just hasn't been running. Like I read the r- rumor sheets, uh-huh. Vince McMahon hasn't been backstage at like the past couple events. Just be, and they're like okay, but he calls in and tells them what people what he wants. Well, shows suck because you can't make changes on the fly or, yeah. you know, whatever. Crowd wants this. Give them a little longer. Well, you can't because no one approved it. You know, that uh-huh. all that kind of shit. Um, just what happens when you micromanage a company and right. then you're not there to run the company day to day. That's what happens. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of shitty. But having said that, does he care? Because he just made millions and millions and millions in Saudi Arabia no matter what happens. The rich get richer. Right? So... Unreal. Wrestling. What are you going to do? Now, I know that sounds like I'm a fucking little bitch about wrestling, but... Uh, no, man. You should be... Uh, I'm a fan. You, you should no. be so lucky oh. as to have a fan like Brandon Forrest. This This also pissed me off the other day. This would piss you off, too. Okay. 
So Vince McMahon, you know, we have the wrestling app that I've been paying ten dollars a month and paying for a few years now. You get all your pay per views, blah blah blah. Vince wants to sell the big four pay per views, the Survivor Series, the WrestleMania, whatever, to ESPN Plus, and have them broadcast it. So we'd have to pay again. The fuck, bro? Right? Wow. Just shitty, shitty stuff. That's just how much money do you need? Right. Before, you know what I'm saying? That feels to me like he's trying to do some cross-promotion because ESPN has XFL rights. I agree 100%. So it seems to me that he's like, <coughs> you know, I want to add some legitimacy I, to my name. I, I, so let's put let's put my wrestling on ESPN so that then my football can be on yeah. ESPN. Yeah. That doesn't feel as much like a money ploy as it is a survival ploy for XFL. I think it's a straight money ploy, too, because now they're going to charge 50 bucks a piece for those pay-per-views, and I'm paying $10 a mm-hmm. month. All year, but I'm, you know, still. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's, that's yeah, gonna, that's bullshit. That's going to rub people the wrong way. Fuck yeah, it um, is. And with other options out there now, I think it's a bad time to do that move. Yeah. When you were the only thing in town, you could be a dick. People have options now. It's funny because Vince McMahon is trying to be... To the NFL, what the AEW is to him, absolutely, and he doesn't even see it. Right, <laughs> like he does. Yeah. He fundamentally doesn't understand. Right, that on one hand he is exploiting the king. Yep, and then on the other hand He's he the is king. the king. It's the craziest shit, isn't it? That, like yeah. just can't, just yep. completely over here. You're the underdog trying to fuck with these people. Oh my goodness! And it's, it's not working, but you're making an impact. It you're, might go. You're, you're noticeable. Um, what's going to be great for the XFL is when one of these guys gets called up to the NFL. That yeah. will, that will legitimize them. We are legit. For we're, sure, we're NFL people, um, and I don't think it's too far off from happening. With some of these guys playing the way they're playing, I think yeah. they'll, they'll get a they'll get a look next year at some of these guys, and uh, it's all it takes. Boom. I mean, yeah. even, shit. XFL was smart this time. They already have their TV contracts in place for five years. Uh-huh. They're set. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, I, I read a thing where Vince McMahon was prepared to lose like. Three billion or something like so he was prepared to lose yeah. a obscene amount of money over three years. Knowing he knows that, like, on the, the third year there was like a dividend coming back, right? Right. That like he's got the long con all, all planned out. He's not stupid. He's not going to do something to lose money. He knows how it made him look before. He's going to make this one work. I think. Yeah. So we'll see. If nothing else, just use it as a you know minor league organization, basically. Right. So. Anyways, enough enough wrestling in Vince McMahon. Enough wrestling in football. Right? Yeah. What, is this what are we? Where are we? In Missouri? No shit, right? Um, I wrote this down last week. It's not like it's a big deal. We don't talk as much music mm-hmm. as we, we sh- probably should. Uh, and we're not going to do that much here today because the new Green Day album was shit. Did you listen to that piece of no, shit? No, man. Dude. No, I, don't I have loved care. Green Day like my whole life. Uh-huh. And I you know, the last couple albums, give them a benefit of the doubt. Dude, fuck off. It was just garbage. Yeah, I would have to say I haven't really cared about a Green Day album in a very long time. This is very upset. All my 90s stuff mm-hmm. was kind of starting to come back again. Yeah. Um, now, having said that, a lot of it feels like a money grab. Like, Tool, boy, those tickets are insane. Are they? Dude, they, like, start at 120 God. Rage starts at, like, 120 Yeah. It's... I, Look, I love those two bands, but no. Roll, let's think. Rage is coming the same day as Stones, Rancid. Right? Oh, no, Rancid, it's the same day yeah. as Rancid. Yeah. So it's like, oh, Not, fantastic. I'm going to spend $30 yep. to go to the show 
of the band I follow even more closely. Ranton and Dropkick Murphys, I'm there. Yeah, in the parking lot of pops. Done. Hell yeah. Done. That sounds like high school. Right. That sounds. That's going to be so much fun. That sounds perfect. Um, Yeah, I didn't want to get into a Pearl Jam's coming. Reasonable priced. Um, but all my 90s shells hadn't showed up this summer. Um, all my old bullshit's back. They're charging man. 90s Lollapalooza prices. I'm like, right. bro, we're not in the... We're, we're, recession is not over over here. We're right. Still, well, yeah. the recession is not over, but they also know there's a huge market, and a lot of their fans are making adult making money now. Out. Right. That's like, what it is. You know, they know they can sell out a place asking $100 seats, yep. $200 seats. Yep. It will still sell out in a day. Yeah. So why the fuck not? Maynard from Tool does not need my money. No. He makes money doing everything else in the world. Yeah. He's got that fucking vineyard. He, he does all kinds of shit. Um, Zach De La Rocha, I'm not sure. He might need my money. He might. He might. Tom Morello's doing good, I think. He's like nine bands. Well, you know, none of them need... My money, right? Because they are yeah. getting, they're getting they're plenty getting, of people's money. Yeah, I don't have enough money for them. They look at my money like, oh, that's cute, right? right. I don't, I don't need your fucking public school teacher money. <laughs> Go read your funny books, John. That's right. I don't want you here. That's right. Oh shit! I, I, I need a, I need a corporate middle manager to come to my show. No kidding. That's the thing. It's funny. Rage Against the Machine selling. Hundred and fifty dollar tickets to middle to corporate middle management. Yep, yep. And they're all eating it up. Yep. Like, eh. rage for the machine. Right. That's a that's, that's a no from me, dog. You, right. Yeah. What, I was excited to hear it all, but I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, take it, prize. No, not a chance. Gibson's going. That's uh, good for him. Yep. That's what I said. Right. <laughs> <'cause> like, <coughs> well, I called him. And I was like, hey man, you can come to Rancid? And he's like, ah, same day as Rage. It's like. I get it. I don't. So like, he was like, I can't. I can't miss Rage, man. We didn't get to see him when we were younger. I saw him when I was younger. I mean, that's why. Well, I think that was the thing. Yeah. It was like, so we're a little bit younger than you. Yeah. So when Rage was big, we were in like Still too young, third, yeah. fourth grade. Yeah. So by the time we like got into Rage and liked Rage, they, they were, were done. They were done. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, I, all right, you got your opportunity. Yeah, I, I I'm not like, gonna slide anybody for going to see Rage Against Machine. It just, it, it should be a great time based on past times I saw them. Oh, I'm sure it'll be rocking, man. But having said that. I, I've seen Rancid once, and I've missed Dropkick Murphys like every time they've been in town. Really? And I'm a pretty big Dropkick Murphys guy. Uh-huh. I don't love them, but I, and I, and people shit like, oh, they don't put on a great live show. I don't care. Uh, those uh-huh. are two of my favorite bands. It's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. I've seen Rancid every time they've been in St. Louis for the last And I'm really hoping years, for some... Uh, which is, I mean, only like three times. Right, right. And I'm really hoping for some Operation Ivy shit, too. They haven't the other last time, really? the last few times I've seen them. That's surprising. They, I think it was a few years ago. They played at the pageant and were awesome. And then a couple years before that, they were they did an outside show at Pops. Yeah, again, like I was probably seven or eight years ago. And then a few years before that, they did inside at Pops. Um, I was only I, only reason I thought they might is because I don't think they're pushing an album this time at all. No. Um, so you never know. Wait, but they also haven't been here since they've released their last two albums. That's true. You know, they don't like they don't tour. They're weekend warriors, man. Right. You know, like they they play fifty shows a year, usually right. weekends on the coast. Well, it's like Goldfinger type shit. So yeah, you know, he 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 produces a lot of people in, in California and shit. When they're not doing that, they do a couple tours here and there. So. Yeah. Um. What did I want? But get that into? show is going to be awesome. Yeah, I agree, hundred um, percent. Getting back to Batman. Yes, please. Did you see the images? I did. Looks pretty fucking looks cool. Looks pretty cool, yeah. Like, I'm not going to, you know, change my opinion, because I didn't really have one at this point, of if it's going to be a good movie or not, based on that. 
Oh, I but, don't. Yeah, I. But people I, lost their shit. It was cool. I, I carry yeah. no weight to that justifying whether it's a good or bad movie, but just seeing the iconic suit, yeah. like, it just feels good. It's not Michael Keaton, but it's cool. No, oh, he's no Val Kilmer. <laughs> he's but not a Val Kilmer. It's true. Um, well, I am interested. One thing that I've heard. Um, uh, so, like, when you see the suit, the bat symbol on the front, it's, like, all metallic and it, looks like compartment, like different pieces. Right. Um, and I've heard rumor that they're uh, going to steal the, well, not steal, use yeah. the um, the stuff that Kevin Smith wrote for uh, Detective Comics 1000. Oh, yeah. Where the crest is, uh, like, bat, uh, Bruce Wayne recovered. The gun. The gun that Joe Chill yeah. used to kill his parents and, and then melted it, it down yeah. into that. I've seen like, that. That's, that's, that's fucking badass. cool, man. I mean, it, it looks obviously like it is a separate piece, so you, you yeah. can't... Yeah. That'd be cool. cool to see that. Yeah. I'm pumped for that. No, I think it'll be badass. I really do. Um, and the more I hear about all the rogues are going through, I, I think it's going to be badass. Yeah. I'm I mean, pumped to see it. I'm I just... I, I am so hoping that it's long Halloween. I think all the all indicators point there, or at it least does. that it's based on that. Right. But I love the idea of it being more of a mystery story than a straight up action story. Yeah, because I think we've we've had a lot of really good Batman action stories as movies, but we've never really gotten to see the detective. Right. Um, right. And I I am really hoping that they take this opportunity to give me that side of Batman. Except when he. Uh Refound somehow that fingerprint, fingerprint on the yeah. used bullet. When he rebuilt bullets to yeah. add a fingerprint. Yep. You know, the, detective shit. In the, in the greatest stretch right. of uh, right. in the basement, fucking technology. Yeah, in the basement under... Uh, under a shipping container. Under, right. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I, um, no, I think... I think um, like I said, I, I, do I like Robert Pattinson? All I know him from is... One thing, so I yeah, I I don't know him. I don't know what to expect. I, d- I never saw those movies. I know who likes him, which is you know teenage and twenty something girls. But I still feel like oh well, Michael Keaton did a pretty good job, and he was fucking Mr. Mom before this. So right, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm not going to judge until I see something on screen. I, I until I see Suicide Squad up there, I'm not going to shit on it. Right, you know what I mean? Because they I, made that look awesome before that came out. Oh my god, did they ever? <laughs> so. Uh, did you see uh, Birds of Prey? I have not seen Birds of Prey. I mean, my wife did. Oh, and I nice. Didn't. Yeah. She I've heard it's very good. had a day out. She said it was actually kind of fun. Good. Um, but it didn't do very well in yeah. the box office. Yeah. And what was really interesting to me is they changed the title of it yeah. while it was in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, that's I, a bold. They just move. changed it to Birds of Prey, right? Well, so it was Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, the Emancipation. Yeah, it, all that yeah, stuff. it was Birds of Prey and the fantab- the the Emancipation of one fantabulous Harley Quinn. Right, and they change it to Harley Quinn Birds parentheses of prey. Birds of Prey. Yeah, and everything that I've heard, um, like, having not seen the movie, but I've heard from a few people, they're like, it was cool, but they should never have called it Birds of Prey to begin with. They're like, it's a real, it's kind of a misnomer. They're like, it's a really good Harley Quinn story. Yeah. But one, it's Birds of Prey without Barbara Gordon. How do you have Birds of Prey without Barbara Gordon? Sure. That's not, sure. That's not Birds of Prey. Right. And then they're like, the, and the rest of the characters, the female characters were 
good, but not really fully fleshed out. Right. But it was totally a Harley Quinn story, and they're like, if they if this movie just would have come out and been called Harley the Fantabulous Quinn. Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, no Birds of Prey, it, right? It's right. not even called Birds of Prey, but right. introduce those characters, and maybe you make a Birds of Prey movie with them next. That's but, you know that's it. Was just I kind of say a, it's disappointing. I'll definitely watch it when it hits uh, the red box or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's you know, I think um, it's just a, a misnomer. Yeah, and I think it's a missed opportunity because. A lot of people that aren't comic readers don't know Birds of Prey, but everyone fucking knows Harley Quinn right now. But I think so. Like, how how do you not how do you not capitalize on that? Yeah, yeah. If you're just a general movie going public, having said that, it is the highest grossing female comic book movie R rated. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) that's like watching a baseball game. It's like. Man, this guy hits 700 on Wednesdays after a snow day. You know, Wednesday during a rain delay uh, and is at bats after the seventh inning. With righties on the mound. Right. Yep. And a lefty in the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you facts. (laughs) It's just math. (laughs) But no, I haven't seen it. Uh, I plan on seeing it at some point, but is it top of my list? Not right. No. I, I definitely will. See. I do. I want to see it, and I want to see Sonic. Yeah, I'll see Sonic. Um, haven't had the the time or opportunity to do either of those yet, but I'm hoping to. Um, I know you're not into Walking Dead. No, I'm but not. They came back last week for the uh, you know the mid season. You know they break season uh-huh. up now, so the, for the mid season uh, premiere, it's getting it's getting good again. Uh, the big scene at the end had people talking. I don't know if you saw the Negan Alpha I've sex seen scene. Nothing. It's right out of the comic, but it's when you see it live action, it's quite disturbing. Who's Alpha? Alpha is the leader of the Whisperers, the group that skin the dead and wear their okay. faces so they can kind of wander with them. Okay. Um, so she got naked, except everything, except her mask and her socks, and they got to it. Huh. Yeah. What disturbed people the most was the socks. Two naked people just wearing socks in the mud. Dirty as all fuck. The scene before, she had pushed them, pushed him in a uh, big pile of shit. Uh, and then the next scene, they're, they're doing the thing. Yeah, man. I'm not... <laughs> I, the thing is, I've never been interested in Walking Dead because I'm not big on the, the shock gross. Yeah. And that just kind of continues to it's, solidify. It's straight like, from the comics. I mean, it wasn't a full-on sex scene. I'm not a fan uh, of the comic, though. I understand. Like, that's, I understand. that's not my... That's not my milieu. You're missing out. I think you're missing out. I might be. Did you ever get but, into like uh, um, Dawn of the Dead or anything like that? Nope. No, no zombies. Zombies have never been a particular source of interest yeah, to me. That's fair. That's fair. There are a lot of things in the sci-fi fantasy world that I adore. Zombies are just never really done it for me. Understandable. Yeah. I was never a huge zombie guy. I honestly, I don't even know how I grabbed Walking Dead when I first saw it. I just. Got the complex store, started digging it, and next thing you know, four years later, it's on TV. Right. So, and then I'm like, fuck, this is sweet. I, it was like one of the first things, other than like Star Wars, that like, oh, I found this. Yeah. It was like, it was like finding a band, and then all of a sudden they, right. they, they blow up, you're like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, li- so Libby loves zombies. She's all into zombie shit. My wife, who doesn't particularly give a shit about much of anything in sci-fi fantasy, yeah. loves zombies. So it should be the thing that we can bond over. Has she read any of the books? Uh-huh. Does she enjoy them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Like, it, it should be the thing that we can bond over, Yeah. and it's just not. 
It's just it, it just doesn't. Sounds like you need to put forth a little more effort. <laughs> I think you need to read yourself some Rick and Michonne shit. It just educate yourself. It just doesn't do it for me, you know. And <laughs> I feel like I've I've reached a point in my life that I kind of know what does it for me, and I know what doesn't. And I'll uh, I'll venture out. Okay, I was gonna I, say you say that, but you need you need to keep learning. You need to keep I, experiencing I new I, things. I venture life. out, but I also. Uh, I understand that my time left on this earth is finite. <laughs> so if I if I read three issues of something and it doesn't mean anything to me, or if I watch that's four fair. or five episodes of something that's and it doesn't fair. get me, then it will get no more of my time. That's fair. That's fair. You know, and I've I've watched enough episodes of Walking Dead yeah. and read enough issues that I'm just like, nah, ain't for me. That's fair. All right, I'm, you try. I'm, I'm glad it exists right. for people that love it. I, I won't poo poo it. I'm not saying that the world should. Uh, you know, cater to my only my wants and desires, right. but I ain't gonna give it any. Speaking any of that, time. this is as political as I want to get. This makes me laugh. Oh, okay. Did you see all the Garth Brooks shit? That oh my god. Okay, I saw this. So wonderful. <laughs> so I look, just I I come from white trash and rednecks, but when they lost their shit over that, I I was that was hilarious. <laughs> well, the funniest shit ever. It's hilarious to me because Which is, you don't know. You, you would think. Right. Uh, the traditional Trump supporter is someone who would know football players. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, that's... I would be Hall the guy... Hall of Fame football right. players, yes. And not, like, Hall of Fame football players from the 40s. Right. Hall of Fame football players right. from, like, 20 years right. ago. And if like, you were supporting Bernie Sanders with a jersey, <coughs> wouldn't it say, like, 90 on the back? You know what I mean? <laughs> It's not going to be... I don't even know what Barry Sanders' number was. 20. It's not going to be well, 20. Well, no, no, that's how it was. Because it was Sanders 20. That's what it was. That's what it, right. That's right. That's right. That's oh, my God. No, I I was driving home from work the other day, and I was listening to sports radio, and they were laughing about it. Yeah. And I got home and had to look. I was like, oh, my God. There's a, uh, a comedian who did... He acted like he was a big redneck who was pissed off at a video, uh-huh. and he sells it so great. Like, he's, you know... You should be, if you're not singing about shit I love, I ain't buying those records no more, Garth. You're going to need some friends in low places because we're coming for you. You know, shit like that. It's, <laughs> oh my God. It was the best thing ever. Too funny, man. I'm so, as, so political aside, we're done. Made me laugh. Made me laugh. Hilarious. That was some pop culture, if you ask me. At the 100%. Um, you've heard the new rumors about the new Mr. Wolverine. No. Little, little Witcher. Well, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill? That's, what, that's what they're saying. As Wolverine? Yeah. Are they going to turn soup into Wolvie? I'm down. Oh, my God. I like that fit. I think he's a good fit. I agree. He's got a good look for it. He's got the physique for it, for sure. Right. Especially after seeing him in, uh, in what was it, in Dawn of Justice or in whatever scene it was. One, yeah. that he was like the fucking fisherman. Right. And he had the beard yep. and he was all lumberjacked out. Yeah. I could see that being Wolverine. I, 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 think, I think it's a good pick. I think the only thing that I that makes me iffy on it is he mu- is just his age. How Not that he? I think he's super old, but I bet he's probably in his mid thirties. And I think whoever you're getting to p- play Wolverine, you need him to be Wolverine for fifteen years, like true. fucking Hugh Jackman was. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman had to almost kill himself to get in Wolverine yeah, shape for the last true. like five movies. That's true. That's true. That said, I I have no issue. If you if someone came out tomorrow and said officially cast Henry Cavill as Wolverine, I am here for it. But is that a smart way to cast? I know they're you know when you want this 
like they did with Iron Man and things like that. You want them in this role for a good period of time. Uh-huh. But I'm not saying you cast them per movie. But is it a good idea to cast to cast or not cast somebody? Because, well, in 15 years, I'm not sure he can do it. No. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's the... I, I, I totally get what you're saying. And I think you are right. That's definitely... That shouldn't be the deciding factor. Right. But what I think plays the bigger part in it is what version of the X-Men are you trying to fold well, into? Sure. Like, it makes sense to me... To bring in a younger X Men mm-hmm. because it it feels like when you're when you're moving into the next phase of the MCU, you're getting younger. You're being led by Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, you're losing uh, Chris Evans. You're losing uh, Robert Downey Jr. I'm not convinced of that anymore. Chris Evans has kind of said, mm-hmm. I'd be I, "I pop up here and there." You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I think it's all. I think he's out. I, I'm not. Money, money talks. I, sure, you, it does. I feel like I, I'm not saying no. <clears throat> I'm saying here's what here's what's going to happen. Uh, Chris Evans, wonderful man. Yeah. From the interactions I've had with him, never said a bad word about me. So we're good. Um, is there a lot more out there for him? Like there is Robert Downey. Does he need more out there? Well, no, but he's still a very young guy. But he's done a lot of directing. Sure. He's uh, expressed interest in doing more behind-the-scenes stuff. I was going to say, they're not, no one's clamoring for not another movie, too. And it's not too. like, but it's not like he's super young. He's probably like 45. Is he that old, you think? I bet he yeah, is. Yeah, probably around there, yeah. That, God, you know, like, he could... I'm out of shape. He could be, <laughs> he could be phasing into a different part of his career where he wants to be more... Uh, behind the scenes, using for the old cap scene and when, they, when they pop back and forth to Maybe. see what him and Peggy were up yeah. to. You know, I'm just um, on the Chris Evans note. Yeah, I did see Knives Out the other day. Oh yes, how was it? Fucking awesome. It's good to hear. It was great. Watch. I've it. heard great things about it. I, I can't Watch believe I really have shit out of it. All right, I will. I will. But yeah, but I, I just feel like you're, we're going to get a younger a younger X Men. Because if, if I'm not you, convinced of that, I have nothing to base you, it on. Of if you get a mid 30s Wolverine, mm-hmm. then that means you're getting a, an entire X Men cast in their 30s for the most part, or at least of your your heavy hitters. What if the new Wolverine wears the mask? You really wouldn't know how old he was. Uh, even with the mask, I, I just you're if you're getting him, yep. then that means you're getting a Cyclops in his 30s. That means you're getting. Uh, you never know because you know Wolverine is always going to be older than everybody else just because of his yeah powers. I'm not. I'm not. When the first X Men came out, mm-hmm. Logan looked 20 years older than everybody else. Mm. Maybe not 20, but he looked older than everybody else. Obviously, I mean, and he was. When you think about it, he was like 90 trying to pick up a 20 year old Jean you're, Grey. You're not wrong, All right? Of course I'm not wrong. I mean, <laughs> never wrong. My fucking podcast, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you check yourself. <laughs> I, I don't know. Look, I I have nothing to base on. I, I we, they haven't said anything either way about what they're really wanting to do. Mm-hmm. But they are doing the new mutants thing, right? Yeah. So that's still that movie's be, coming out. So you could still have the older X Men if you're bringing in. If you you would have to to bring in new mutants. Yeah, but unless I just, they're just calling new mutants, this is mutants. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know what yeah. their do, their idea is for that show, but I would think it would be along the comic lines. Well, I think that movie they're doing it's that movie they made like 
two fucking years ago, three right. years ago, and right. it's just finally like they're just letting it see the light of day. True. Yeah. But they're not like publicizing it or anything. How do you feel about this uh, Bloodshot? Did you ever read those books? Uh-uh. Um, Bloodshot was a comic book movie. Um, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Um, kind of a... It's not Robocopy, but it's kind of... You know, he's a soldier, dies, they bring him back to life, but he's got... But he really can't die anymore because he's got like... Um, it's kind of Terminator-ish, like, you know, micro... Uh-huh. I forget the, well, they, the term they always use. Um they use it in so many different movies, you know, you inject this guy with, you know, the little microbiotes that can uh-huh. regenerate whatever. So, he, you know, in the comic, he would get blown up and Terminator 2 is way back together kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know what story they're going for here. I don't like Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, in the comic, I feel like he didn't talk that much, which uh-huh. is great for a Vin Diesel movie. Right. Um, but I, once again, it's a Vin Diesel movie. I probably won't go see it. For sure. I just don't like Vin Diesel. I'm not. I really don't. It, it's not. I don't like Vin Diesel. I don't know how to word this. <laughs> he made me retroactively not like Saving Private Ryan. Because I didn't realize it was him until after the fact. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell me he's not the worst oh, part of that entire movie. Sure. He's, he's just the stereotypical... Hey, boss, he reminds me of my cousin. I got to get the kid out to... Boom, he's dead. I mean, I, it's so stupid. I, I hate that. That was a great Jersey accent. You like that? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go on the road with that. Right. I'm sure it'll take you far. I will. It will. So anyways, that's a big no on Vin Diesel. Right. Whatever it is. A yeah. resounding no. Resounding no. Whatever Fast and the Furious 90, 30, whatever coming out, no. Mm-hmm. Um... Got Henry Cavill, got that. Um, what do you got on your list, man? So, I got a couple of things I want to think about. First of all, I want to gauge your interest. All right. And I want to do it on the air in front of God and everybody. Ooh, I want to get, I'm trying to get rolling a Dungeons and Dragons group. Okay. You interested in playing? I would, I, I would be, but just up front, I am not good. Okay. But I would be, be very interested. I have not played in 20 years. Okay. So G- Gibson's I'd, in. I'd be, I'd be totally in. Libby's yeah. in. Sweet. <clears throat> you need like what? Two more? Make a good game, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to talk to Kelly tonight. Yeah. Gibson's wife. I'm in. But I, I want to get... Let me ask you this. How do you feel about making that a podcast? I think... Totally separate from all the state comics. That sounds... I think that sounds. We've come with a whole new name. We can give it a couple trial runs uh, yeah. to practice first. We maybe not get a feel. Maybe we want people to see how whatever shit show it is day one. Yeah. Um. Just I'm just saying. You know, it's an excuse. I'm interested. For, yeah. Okay. I'm interested. All right. There we go. Um. You know, it'd be one more thing that we could do at Altered State Comics. Absolutely. One of these days. Yep. No, I'd be down in 100. percent Yeah. All right. That's a good time. Because I've got I've got a dungeon ready. Do you? I'm working on characters right now. I love it already. Um. I love it. I I want I I got the itch. <laughs> I haven't I have not played D and D since I was a kid. Yeah. Um. My cousins taught me. Um. And really, it was just they played D and D, and they're you know they're like ten years older. Yeah. I'm saying. yeah. This was when they were sixteen, seventeen, and I'm seven years old. Right. So I played as right. much as a seven year old could play. Right. Um. And haven't touched it since. 
and I very much want to get back into that world. Yeah, I think the last time I probably played, shit, it's probably been more than that now. I mean, I was probably sixteen or seventeen, mm-hmm. and I really hadn't even played a lot at that point. I probably only played you know twice a year at that point or whatever. Didn't really know a lot of people who played yeah. in high school, and that's not really something you ask new friends. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so, especially in the '90s. Right. Exactly. So when I went from you know elementary school to high school, I went to a, a private high school, so I didn't have the same group of friends, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so I didn't know who to ask or, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I forgot where I was going. What the fuck, Brandon? <laughs> it was going to be an amazing story, and I totally forgot where I was going uh, with that. A heartfelt appreciation of growing up without friends. I remember it now. I'm getting ready to play like that weekend or something, and a girl, I wasn't dating her yet, uh, or at all, you know, I was talking or whatever. It's like, hey, what are you up to this weekend? And it just came out. You uh-huh. know, oh, I'm meeting some old friends. We're going to play D&D, blah, blah, blah. I could physically hear the pussy dry up. And she never spoke to me again. Like, didn't say anything, didn't acknowledge it, you know. But she never, ever, the show, never, ever paged me again. Because <laughs> I had a pager. <laughs> um, and that's kind of when I figured out. I, was, I remember playing that weekend with my friends and just looking around going, Nah. They're not pussy, and that's kind of what changed it for me. You know. Yeah. Um, having said that, I would like to do it again. <laughs> like to bring that part of my life, back. right? Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't have to worry about drying pussy up anymore, so we're all set. <laughs> right. I do that just fine on my own. That's right. My natural I, personality takes care of that. Yeah. I, yep. I, don't, I don't need. I don't need D and D. Turns out, I didn't, I didn't have to hide anything. It just, right. Just did it. Right. right. Yeah. Probably wasn't the D and D that did it back in the day. It was, <laughs> it was a convenient excuse. Yeah. It was. Just, it was probably me in my basement with her going, "Hey, you want to hear me play this baseline?" <laughs> Fucking douche. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Because no one knows what that baseline oh, is. <laughs> you you want to hear this B side of a MU three thirty Japanese release? <laughs> I got it right here. I told you about that. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, this is a good time for a break. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're back. We are back. From that little break. It's a great break. Yep. Um, <coughs> do you have anything else you're dying to get to? So the only other things that I was thinking about were some stuff that we have coming down the pipeline. So after the first two uh, Strange Tales from the Altered State shirts... Got a March issue coming out. They're going to print this week, hopefully. Um, so we'll get that up on our on the Instagram and Facebook. Yep. And we'll have whatever extras of that to take to Toy Man yeah. this week. Sneaking up on us, right? Finally coming back That's right. to Toy Man, uh, Toy Man Con at the, at the Machinist Hall. Or not the Machinist Hall. The, is it the Machinist Hall? I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Bridgeton. Yes. So yes. Yeah, I'm pumped for that. We'll uh, excited to get back. Hopefully, our our guys in uh, the Nightmare Shop will be back. Yep. Yep. We should be upstairs like always. I uh, I was gonna go through because this rolled in perfectly. Some new pops that were coming out. I was excited for, mm-hmm. and I thought I had them saved, but I did not. <laughs> um, but they're coming out with like uh, they got the licensing for the boys. You know, yeah, uh, should be good. Nice. Um, they got a couple cool ones. Um, they have um, uh, what the heck's his name? The Superman ripoff guy. Um, 
Mr. Is it Homelander? Yes, yeah. Homelander. Uh, they got a cool one of him just doing like the arms crossed, standing there, Superman pose, cape uh-huh. in the air, or one uh, with like arms out with his eyes all all red, redded up. You know, like he just blew up a plane kind of look. Yeah, uh, you know that old look. You know, that old look. like you just blew up a plane yeah. or something. Yes, uh, <clears throat> they're coming out with uh, the Mighty Ducks. Really? Yeah, Mighty Ducks pops. Yep. I did see that they got. Uh, Disney Plus released the the picture of Emilio Estevez on the ice. Oh, really? Because they're doing a Mighty Ducks uh, reboot on Disney Plus. Love it. Emilio Estevez is there. Yep. Yeah, they got Coach Bombay here. They got I, some I, I Reed. Clearly, uh, the kid who played Goldberg will not be back. Probably not. I, I hear he's busy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. What a shit show that. Right. Became. Yeah. It's terrible. But there is. A, he will have a pop. Hey, so you know he got that going for him. I do love a good a good Goldberg. Yeah, um, I don't know what they have. Julie the Cat Gaffney? Did <laughs> not. Oh, nope. I had such a crush on Julie the Cat Gaffney. At least not in kid. this series. Oh my goodness. Yep, it's I, all uh, it's, it's uh, Coach Bombay. You got Adam Banks, Goldberg, Fulton, and Charlie. I respect that. Yep. No Avery. Nope. Oh man. Nope. nope. They're coming out with some uh, more Back to the Future ones, which are pretty pimp. Okay. Um, I'm really digging the Back to the Future 2. Marty, he's got the hat. Oh, got the whole look going, right? Yeah. Got the Nikes. You know, mm-hmm. it's the power laces. The self-lacing. Yes. Um, they, they did a good job with some of these. You know, they got the, 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 the dock in the future look. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it, you know, I, I love it all, man. I wish they had the hoverboard. They don't have the hoverboard in there. But they have 1950s Marty with his uh, like wooden skateboard. Yeah, pretty sweet stuff. They're doing a good. Jo- I, I love the pops, man. They still. It, it amazes me how they still just keep doing it. Got the dock with the clock tower. Oh. You know, yeah. Biff's in there. Um, I'm loving it, man. They did some good shit. They got the dock with uh, the, the shit thing on his head mm-hmm. or whatever. I still just really wish they would give us uh, relaunch some Watchmen pops. I think a Sister Night pop would be fucking dope. Yeah, I'm really surprised they didn't, especially um, even after uh, Watchmen was over with. I thought they'd put some stuff out. Yeah. But they didn't do anything, man. Like, how is there not... I mean, yeah, when they did them, they only did Dr. Manhattan and Rorschach. Yep. Like, yep. how do we not have an Ozymandias? Right, right. How do we not have a comedian pop? Another so one. Spectr- like, there's so many good... And they would sell. Right. Shit, you could do Lube Man. Yeah, people would eat that up as a fucking you know uh, uh, a, ch- a chase or whatever, yeah. a fucking a limited exclusive or whatever. Um, yeah, <laughs> another right. one that's coming out, and this may be aging myself a little bit. Okay, not sure if you were down with this, but some smoking in the bandit. <laughs> Tell me that is not some great Burt Reynolds right there. The mustache is, is spot there, on. Is there such a thing as not great Burt Reynolds? They even this is how <clears throat> this is how great Funko is, and they pick the right people to design shit. Uh huh. I had forgotten about this, but when you watch Smoking in the Band, it's all 70s, right? Yeah. And even like with the jewelry, you know, he's a fucking cowboy, uh-huh. but he's in a transant. None of it makes sense. Yeah. None of it makes sense. The turquoise jewelry, the big, huge rings, and the, oh my oh. God, man. It, it's, I love it. I love it. They have a... They get everything that is a character in yeah. such a condensed yeah. way. And then boom, throw, <clears throat> throw it in a transant. Oh no! How do you not love that? <clears throat> I still put on, if I do a road trip... Eastbound and down is on there. <laughs> Eastbound, that's fucking great, man. Um, it's funny every time I come home from Springfield now. Not every time, but pretty much every time. Jessica has to get some of that ice cream. Yeah, the Blue Bell can't get it up here in St. Louis apparently. Um, but I feel like I'm doing a little uh, 
uh, little bootlegging, little <laughs> smoking the bandit style, right. transporting across uh, city lines there. Um, they're coming out with some Fight Club shit. Really? I'm not sure. I love it, though. I love the idea. I don't, you know, obviously you can't see it on here, but that's their Tyler Durden. I don't care for it. Uh-uh. I don't care for it. It's kind of disappointing. Uh, he's got <laughs> I also think it's one of those things. It's kind of like the uh, the corporate middleman going to see Rage Against the Machine. Like right. Monetizing uh, knickknacks from Fight Club right. is very against the spirit of Fight Club. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, get the little penguin in there because uh-huh. you know it just you know it's they tried, but it just feels like they grabbed a pop from somewhere else and put it in a Fight Club box. Yeah. The, the box looks better than anything else. The box is cool. The soap on top, you know, uh-huh. but yeah, it doesn't do anything for me. I was kind of disappointed in that one. I was really hoping for um, yeah, a, a, for a cool one. A Bob Bitch Tits one? <laughs> oh, my God. How great would that have been? <laughs> you're, you're right. They're doing Animal House. Are you an Animal House guy? Oh, yeah. I love Animal House. So they got uh, Bluto with his college shirt on. Okay. The Chase will be the toga, obviously. Nah, yeah. Um, so anyways, I, I feel like we, ne- we really talk about toys anymore. But you know, it's funny. I got on, I was on eBay the other night, and just I didn't buy anything, thank God. <laughs> but I went down the rabbit hole. Didn't buy anything this time, right? I started going down the rabbit hole of all the old GI Joe stuff. I just can't. Oh, buddy, that's a dangerous. Game. It is, man. It really is. Like, ooh, I could, I could just, I sold some of these earlier. I could, I could just convert that to this. And that's not, a, you know, no, no. Um, I, I want it all. I still want it all. Yeah. You know what the problem is? I'll tell you what happened. <clears throat> I found some random Twitter profile that uh, is just—it's old. It's almost like following a porn star, but they just put out pictures of old GI Joe toys, <laughs> and it's the best. They do, but they do it like—is it though? Oh my god! It'll be like they'll show the box and everything, like Storm Shadow released 1987. You know, they do—they break it down like all the characteristics. Uh-huh. It's the best. It's the best. But again, is it though? It, it is. For a guy like me with a lot of time on his hands, it's, it's like I said, it's a lot like porn. So the, the alternative would probably ju- be just porn. So, so it is the best. So it's better. <laughs> it's better. It's not it's like. Definitely better than that. Yeah, it's not like that weird Marwin movie where they're putting them in awkward situations. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just they're in the box, well preserved, well taken care of. And it's another un- lover of G.I. Joe. Right, right. I still love that fucking sealed. That SNL sketch always makes me laugh. The Star Wars one. Yeah. With a, for ages uh, 11 and up. And then the whole yeah. guy's way up. <laughs> did you see SNL this week? I did, yes. The John yeah. Mulaney, David yes. Byrne episode? Oh, how great I, was that? I, so I fucking love the talking heads. We're, we're going um, to talk about this, so yes. Last year, I don't know, it was last year or two years ago, uh, when David Byrne released American Utopia, Yeah, he came... To uh, Stiefel Opera House, and I took my mom for her birthday. Nice. And it was, I've seen a lot of shows. It was, to this day, one of the coolest shows I've ever seen. Like, he just still has it, yeah. still ripped it up. Yeah. And then, still like, sounds good, yeah. Coming on to SNL, Mulaney, and De- like, that was the perfect episode for me. I was like, oh, comedic sensibility that I am all in for. Yep. And, yep. dude, the, the other best day, musical guest of the year. I'm not saying I have powers. <laughs> but I'm not saying I don't. I manifested that again. What? We, a couple weeks ago, so I probably didn't manifest it because it's probably been booked for a little while, but I didn't know about it. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, um, I'm hanging out with uh, Sean Gallagher. We're making some pizzas, uh-huh. you know. I put the playlist on. We're all hanging out. 
Um, there's probably four or five guys in there making pizzas. Talking Heads comes on. Yeah. And um, uh, I, I can't remember what song it was now, but I got you know ton of them on there. Mm-hmm. It was probably just it was a hit. It was one of the popular yeah. songs, right? All of them are like, "What the fuck is this? Who is what? it?" Like we talking heads. Like I've never heard of that. Like what are no. you talking about? Who were you making pizzas with? I go. Did you ever watch a movie in the eighties? Then you know the talking heads. I go. I uh, guarantee you know. Stop making sense is the uh, single greatest music DVD performance and then of all time. We're driving to Springfield not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. Once again, I got the playlist kicking. Uh-huh. Um, and one of my go tos is. Um, not Road to Nowhere. Um, nothing But Flowers? Nothing But Flowers, thank you. Such a jam. It's a great jam, right? Such a jam. My sister, who I thought knew things, was like, what is this? Because, oh. like, you know, at some point, you know, it, it does. if you follow the song, you obviously know what it's about. You yeah. Know, it's, anyway, I'm not going to get into what the song's about. But it's uh, it's told in a joking way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, but um, she was just like, what is that? I'm like, what you, who are you people? I'm like, how do you not know the Talking Heads? Right. And then all of a sudden, I saw David Byrne was on SNL, and I went into the kitchen the very next day. You motherfuckers better watch SNL. Right. Because this is Talking Heads, and you cannot tell me you don't know it. Yeah. And I didn't talk to anybody today, so I don't know. <laughs> but once again, I manifested that, so you're welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I do we, I that's what we needed. Yeah, the, the LaGuardia sketch at the end. The sushi one. So funny. Yep. I, those Mulvaney sketches that he they do, the um, like the Broadway kind of yeah. movies, are so fantastic. Yeah. So fantastic. Um, the um, Suddenly Seymour ripoff. Um, um, was it stereotypical? It was a stereotypical Asian. But it was, um, oh, he had the, the mask on. Oh, yeah. I can't think what the line was, but yeah. it, was, it just made me laugh so much. Yeah. Um, th- Mulvaney just slowly becoming one of yeah. my favorites. Of John time. Mulvaney is, yeah. he was a comedian that like I had a hard time getting into. I couldn't figure out what it was. It's, it's like a, when, it's I a different would, pace. when I would see yeah. him, like when I would see the, like his title card on Netflix, I'd just be like, nope, no, not for me. And then he had that short lived sitcom on Fox yeah. that was very bad. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, this guy's just not a good comedian. And then I actually watched one. I don't know what circumstances led me to watch one. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This guy's hilarious. Yep. I don't remember how I first found him either, but I really didn't know about him early on. I found him like through other comedians I loved. Yeah. They would talk about him. So I'm like, okay, well, after the fourth or fifth time, like, I'll, I'll go check it out. Yeah. Fucking great. Ever since, great. God, man. And it's very – what it is is his demeanor and his style – is different than what you think it's going to be by what he presents right. himself with yeah, on stage. His presentation and right. his his tone yep. and his uh, content yeah. are it's, completely different. Right. It's, I it's don't, a, I'm a not weird comparing dissonance. the two like, of the same kind of people, but it, it as far as throwing me off as to what I see and what I hear, it reminds me like a Ron Funches. Like, oh, I see, yeah. I see this bigger black guy upstage. Oh, he's got a higher-pitched voice. Oh, he's probably gay. Wait, wait what, what's going on? He's funny as shit. You know, nothing... And he never acknowledges any of that. Like, yeah. you never acknowledge any of the. He's in a suit. The, the he looks he, right. The, the he looks like he's straight out of nineteen thirties. He talks and he delivers at that pacing very, right. of like a like right. the forties and fifties. Right. Right. Yeah. I uh, really, I think I got into him more through like Pete Holmes. Yeah. Um, I've always liked Pete Holmes, who's kind of not similar styles, but kind of off too. Like, yeah. 
is this guy what's going on cheesy with this goofy guy? and then all of a sudden you know he says something blows you away like just to yeah. hear not off color I don't know the right word for it but just you know off center topics yeah. coming from someone who doesn't appear to be you know a David Tell or a yeah. you know what I mean rough around the edges yeah. they're very sophisticated very and smooth and it just gives it a different tone and presentation for sure um, not to compare them again but you know Louis C.K. used to perform in like a fucking black t-shirt yeah and it was this and then he started performing in a suit uh-huh. It, I didn't it didn't, feel, it it didn't, didn't feel the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? It didn't work. Um, and then he started jerking off in plants, and it was different. <laughs> then I just can't deal with it. And then it was just different. I don't know if he was wearing a suit or a black t-shirt. It just threw me off. Sweet. Did you see uh, Pete Davidson's stand-up that they just added to Netflix? I have not, no. It's worth watching. Is it good? He, he has a, he has a good know, bit about I know Louis C.K. I know he's not like Louis C.K., yes. He had, he had a good bit. He opens that show and with a really good bit about Louis C.K. I'm not Louis defending C. Louis C.K. by any means. Uh, that's really funny. But Libby and I watched it the other night, and we were all like, Damn, this someone is else I it was going to be. Someone else mentioned that to me recently, and I can't remember who it was. But someone else is like, "Oh, yeah, I, yeah." It's not Pete super Davidson long. It's not like, like him. It's like forty-five minutes long. Okay, so, so, so it's a relatively short set, but it's very funny. Is it in a club? Uh-huh. Is it oh, cool? He's what's the, what's the new? He's coming out with a new not coming he's out. In with, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. That's what it is. Yeah. Isn't he doing an Avatar movie too? Or did yeah. that already happen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I think he's done with SNL this year. I feel like he I said think, he was done after yeah, the end of this what year. It seems like so. I kind of I, I didn't read this myself. This is what somebody told me, so I could be way off. But he said he was didn't like the way he was being presented on SNL. Uh huh. Like they were just making fun of him all the time. Uh huh. But isn't that what he does in his stand up? Not making yeah. fun of, but he um, he make he so talks I think about the thing his is stuff. So it's like, and and I understand this as watching watching the show. Um, I mean, it's a lot of it's very it's, it's all thing, personal with him like, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like every bit that he's involved in. It is kind of hard to tell if he's in on the joke or right. if they're laughing at him. Sure. Which I think that's part of what makes it good. But it is kind of uncomfortable. A little bit sometimes, yeah. Because it is consistently, like, whether he's there or not there. Yeah, he's mentioned. He's just kind of... Yeah. It's, it's always just kind of like he is he is other right. from the rest of sure. the cast. Sure, Which I imagine is probably kind of... It'll un- be, um, it'll be kind of... It'll be crazy to watch... Where he goes after that, I think, because was going to be like twenty two. Yeah, you know what I mean. Twenty two like when that. he leaves. I mean, that's no. He was what eighteen when he started. Yeah, and this yeah. is his sixth season on. Right, so it'll be like twenty five. And like the last people it's to leave that early kid. was like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, and it took him a while to get there, but things worked out okay. Things worked out just fine. I mean, things were actually working out okay for him before he got SNL, and then he got <laughs> SNL, and it kind of took a dive for a little while. Right. And then, and then he, the drugs happened. And then the drugs happened, yeah. That might have been why he took SNL. Yeah. He may not have been getting offered any more movies. Yeah. And he could just do drugs in New York for a year. Um, but, you know, he's Iron Man. Oh, man. Um, that's all I really got, man. Yeah. I did write I, down Better Call Saul. I started watching that in seasons back. I still love it. I know you didn't get into Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, but it's cool because it, Better Call Saul is like a prequel. So mm-hmm. with every season, you're... Inching that, inching that much closer, that much closer to Breaking to, Bad stuff, uh-huh. um, so more characters are kind of starting to intertwine and be in the outskirts and things like that are mentioned and shit like that. So yeah. it's cool. Um, it gives me um, excitement for like uh, Game of Thrones prequel shit. Yeah, I'm curious to see. I know they're going to go way earlier. I just but don't. <clears throat> I you know I don't know where I'm at with that. I don't either. But every now and then I'll go back to my little uh, toy room, uh-huh. get an order, have to process it, and I come across a Game of Thrones Gendry pop. <sighs> I knew it was coming. I'm telling you, it's 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 sitting there waiting to be done. 
It's you could still bring both of them back, and Arya. You know what? Turn this boat around. We're, we're going. We're going back there. No, Gendry. Yeah, I, I messed up. I say yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, you know, he's a not a big pussy, but you know, she could obviously take him in a fight. So, <laughs> a year or two, it's hers. Yeah, you know, he's gone. Fuck him. Yeah, it's all Arya. The, the rate with which these characters die. Right. I mean, right. You might get three episodes of right. sharing the right. throne. Right. Right. And he looks like he was probably living a dirty life, so he's got something. Yeah. He's not going to last. Yeah. It's weird that somehow, because of the dirty taste that was left in my mouth of Game of Thrones, Gendry has almost become my favorite character. <laughs> I think you. I, I think you're afraid to admit that he was before Game of Thrones was off. That's, that's very. You really true. carried that Gendry torch I all did. of the final I did. season. I did. I really wanted Gendry and the Faceless Man somehow to come back. Or, yeah. s- or somehow be the same person. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to write that down. I'm going to start doing fan fiction shit. <laughs> I need an illustrator. Are you in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll redo the last uh, season of Game of Thrones. Yep. We're just going to do it. I can do it like. Make millions? Yeah. I, ten pages. We're good. I can make that right. happen. Yeah. In ten pages, that's all That's all it takes to yep. fix that season. Yep. Ten pages. Jamie kills her. This guy kills that guy. Hound kills brother. You know, it's it <laughs> writes you, itself. Right. What do you really have to do? Right. The opposite of what was done. It's just that easy. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's all I got, man. Well, shit. Yeah. yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, we'll see some folks come out to Toy Man next week. Yeah. And we promise and it will not be uh, another three weeks. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll, <laughs> Until the uh, next one. We'll, we'll get something in after Toy Man. What's up? Yep. All right. Be good. See ya. Well, we know where we're going, but we don't know where we've been. And we know what we're knowing, but we can't say what we've seen.